They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them type conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45, 42 Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat In my own lane, no, far from where they crashing at Dumb bar graduate, the game out of mass it Served in the Navy, look, y'all don't know the half of it Pops passing no one, moms passed last year I know they up in heaven smiling down, crying mad tears Cause they saw I'm making it, no telling where I'm taking it My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it Coach that went high in 15 in one state Seen the fork in the road and went straight I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk, Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you who tuned in every Sunday. I truly appreciate it. Uh, this night is special. It's my tenth episode, Love and Two K. Also, it's my first live episode, uh, so I'm very excited uh, to to be doing this show tonight, especially uh, with one of my friends, um, famous enough. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit love and 2K. Um, You know, just, uh, you know, it's a lot of things going on right now. Um, As I do in most of my videos, uh, I talk about the coronavirus and doing the five, uh, basically hands, uh, wash them, wash them often. Uh, elbow, cough into it, face, don't touch it, uh, space, uh, stay, you know, four to six feet, uh, keep a safe distance and feel, if you feel sick, um, stay at home and, uh, you know, just make sure we all doing our part in uh, prevention and spread of the coronavirus. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to my team, uh, Dave at the 2K Zone, Schrider Visuals and Box Graphics. Uh, you know, that a, a group of good guys who share in my vision with the OG Two Cents podcast. Um, also, the intro music is done by uh, Stephen Ernest, uh, Dayton native. Um, we uh, I met him. I uh, always liked his music. Asked him if he could do uh, intro music for me a, a while ago, uh, even before the actual podcast was even created. And uh, he cut that track. I gave him a few notes. And uh, he just, you know, put his, put his soul into it uh, and told a little story about myself within that. And uh, so I'm grateful uh, that he, he was able to do that for me. Um, you know, just jumping right into the show. Uh, like I said, it's Love and 2K uh, with Derek Franklin, a.k.a. Famous Enough. He's been in the community uh, for years. I met him four or five years ago when I got started. Uh, he back then he was doing the pro am videos, and you know bringing awareness to the actual pro am scene of 2K. Uh, a lot of people was unaware. Uh, you know he'd been putting up some tweets here recently about you know basically when he got started and you know some of his first followers and different things like that. But he basically uh, put our put our platform on, on notice, and um, you know a lot of people. I uh, should be grateful for that, you know, and I, I definitely am. I, I got to meet him back the first time 
at the Pacers gaming event and a real down earth guy. And actually we, you know, connected instantly and felt like we had known each other for a long time, but that's pretty much how social, that's the power of social media and, um, and, and what it can do uh, when you're working together with people that you've never met or, you know, never talked to or never seen. So, um, you know, just a, a good guy. I've been with Heat Check Gaming for two seasons. It's going into his third season. Um, you know, just constantly uh, giving back to the community with his, uh, with his honesty, uh, sometimes brutal honesty to a lot of up-and-coming players, but it's, it's necessary. Um, so with further ado, I want to bring on our bring on my guest tonight, uh, Derek Franklin, a.k.a. Famous Enough. Get some hand claps. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on, Famous? You're doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm doing, I'm doing good, man. I'm feeling good. Uh, glad to have you on the, on the show. A uh, long time coming. Um, I definitely, um, you know, you blessing me on my 10th episode, my first live episode. Uh, so I'm just glad to have you, you know, uh, just tell, you know, some listeners who may not know who you are, just let them know, uh, who you are and what you do. I am famous enough. I go by famous enough. Uh, I am a general manager and head coach for Heat Check Gaming. I've been here for two years, going into my third season right now. It's crazy that it's about to be three years that I've, I've been with them. Don't even seem like it seemed like a couple months to be real with you. Um, I I started the famous enough thing back in 2016. Uh, just just like Kurt said, I just wanted to bring awareness to those players that play the game every single day. Those players and teams that play the game every single day. And it started off by it started off by um, from the road to the finals when the Drucker Breakers won. Uh, I feel like there was no recognition for all those players that put in the grind behind them. All those players that, that, that competed those 12-hour days on qualifying days every single weekend to try to make the, uh, the tournament that didn't make it. I feel like those players had a say-so in where our community was headed, so that's why I created Famous Enough. Okay. Um, you know, also something I want to put out today, you know, happy Easter to everybody, um, you know, that's listening and throughout the world. You know, how how'd you spend your Easter today, Famous? Laying on the couch. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what did I watch today? I, I was laying on the couch, and I think I watched like Mission Impossible Fallout or something while I was working on my website, something like that. Uh, I, it, it, oh no, 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 no! I take it back because the guys practice today as well. They practice today as well. So little practice, and then laying on the couch watching Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay, okay, yeah, it's a pretty laid back day. Uh, we don't do much on on Sundays either. Um, I pretty much I got out, went to the store, uh, picked up a few things, and uh, just got ready for the show tonight. Uh, you know, um, you started um, something uh, right before uh, the the combine, and uh, it got a, a lot of people's attention. Uh, people in the two K community and people that that wasn't in the two K community, um, it you know, love and two K on Periscope. Um, it, it started becoming like, you know, the late night uh, popular spectacle uh, that if you, you know, once you was done playing or uh, doing, a, you know, doing your, your league games and tournament games or whatever, a lot of people tuned in. Uh, just, you know, just share about your, your inspiration and, and what started that. 
So with, with Level 2K, uh, I always tell everybody that you got to have a support system behind you. And one of the main parts of that support system is your partner. Um, so I wanted to highlight that that part of, of our community, um, even though at the time I was going through like a, a breakup or whatever. Uh, but I wanted to highlight that. I wanted people to come into that Periscope and – I didn't want people to talk about 2K. I, I didn't want I didn't want us to discuss 2K because a lot of stuff it was at the um, it was at the combine game, um, and I just want people to relax, take your mind off of that. Uh, we talk about 2K every day. Uh, it, it was a point in time where where um, it got real dark for me, like talking about 2K, and I was like, you know, people only want to talk to me about 2K. I want to talk about other stuff. Let's let's leave 2K out of this for a minute. And just come in here, chill, relax, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it started growing where where a lot of people that wasn't part of the 2K community came into it. Um, BH Work actually came up with the name. I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to call it. I had no clue what I was going to name it. And BH Work just one day just said, this is really just like loving 2K. You know, and I was like, hold up, you know, that stinks. And I hit him up. I was like, hey, can I, can I get that name? And he was like, yeah, you can use it. So I the third. So it went from there. Um, then I started, uh, one of my exes from a few years back, uh, I know she wanted to get into YouTube, doing YouTube videos. And so I, I hit her up, uh, you know, it, you know, sometimes when you hit up, ex, you know, it, it kind of, you kind of start thinking back about like, why did we break up? Like what, what was the, what was the, how was the process back then? What did it feel like back then? So, I mean, we, we didn't really break up like on great terms, leaving for great terms. So it was like. I don't know how she's going to take this. So I hit her up and, you know, I asked her, you know, I know you want to get into YouTube. I mean, not YouTube. I know you want to get into YouTube and I have this idea um, for, uh, for for videos. And she's like, what is it? You know, so I explained to her the whole Loving 2K concept, you know, um, just showing that, you know, that an ex-girlfriend, an ex-partner can be, still be a good friend. And, and that's what she was. She was, a, she was a great friend. She came down to, to Miami. And what's crazy is that we, we recorded about, and within within a weekend, we recorded like 16 videos or something like that. And then um, the very next weekend uh, was the, the Dallas Ticket Tournament, and she she's from Houston, so uh, she flew in from Houston to Dallas, and we recorded like three more videos right then and there. I think I only put out like five or six of them um, because I think like I I wasn't like the 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 lane that I was going for, it wasn't really hitting it. And I wanted to go back to the drawing board and figure out how I was going to, uh, you know, attach it, attack it from a better, from a better standpoint. Like I still have those videos in the tub, the videos that are sitting. And I think that's, it's not a bad thing to have videos sitting because you have content that you're ready to put out at all times. But, you know, I just want to make sure that it, the content that I was putting out was uh, put out in the right way. So I'm just holding on to it right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's a good point. Um, you know, and yeah, you, it's funny, uh, the ex situation can be a little tricky, uh, especially, um, you know, depending on how often you've been in touch with each other and, you know, with you uh, moving on from, from Houston and, and from uh, Indiana and now to Miami and doing a lot of big things, like, you know, it, it can be super tricky uh, reaching back into the bucket per se and uh, getting someone to help you. Uh, you know, I, men I mentioned... Uh, Indiana. A lot of people don't know, uh, you know, where, you know, where a lot of it started. Um, I think a, a few weeks back, I, I had realized, I had watched you on Periscope and you was eating and uh, it kind of threw me back 
to a moment in time where you were doing like a lot of uh, uh, preview for different uh, new uh, foods and, and different things that would come out. And uh, talk about that a little bit, because that's one of the things that beyond the Pro-Am videos that I thought garnered a lot of attention in your earlier Periscope days. Man, I'm going to be real with you. I had, uh, I'm, a, I'm a one of those people that like to plan everything out and, and see, like see, put my ducks in a row and see how they fall. But those videos, that, that idea, that, that thing just happened. It was never planned. And, you know, uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize that people would watch me eat. You know, it, it was crazy because at that point in time, like, uh, it was like I was, getting, I was getting like 100 viewers just watching me eat food. Like, I remember one time in particular, like, uh, I went to the drive-thru at Taco Bell, got some food. I think it was some nacho fries. Pretty sure it was nacho fries. Got some food, went set in the parking lot, ate it on Periscope, and I'm like, dang, I want some more, you know? So I was like, <laughs> I, I wonder if they'll know it's me when I come back. And so I, like, turned – I forgot what I did. I took my, took my hat off or something and, like, took, made my voice deeper, and it was just the funniest thing ever. And I, I think that, you know, people want to see, we don't want to just always want to do two case type of things. People want to see different parts of your life and different parts of you. And that's what I realized that, you know, um, as I was growing, as my name was growing in, in, this, uh, in this field, that it's not all about just what I bring to the community 2K. It was more about my personality. My personality stood out um, just for doing crazy stuff like that, you know. I went to Chipotle and said, you know, you shouldn't eat burritos, you know, type of thing. And, and people thought it was funny. People thought it was hilarious, you know. And there's so many different ways to create content. Content doesn't always have to be just centered around the game that you play. And, and that's what I realized. Um, you know, I went to school for marketing in Indiana. I was going to school for marketing in Indiana. And um, I was slowly realizing that to, to, be, to be bigger than what you are in, in one particular field, you've got to become an influencer. And once I started influencing people on different foods to eat, I was like, I'm on to something. Because now people, so as soon as something comes out, they tag me in it. Like, I was going to Burger King and trying, like, those Fruit Loops milkshakes and stuff. Just because people were tagging me in it and telling me, you know, go try this. I want to see, I want to see what you think about it before I go try it type of thing. And we're not even talking about 2K no more. I'm influencing people on different stuff that, that has nothing to do with the lane that I'm pushing. No, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I think that was the one thing that was, was special for me about this episode is that it, that we weren't going to necessarily be talking a ton of 2K. Um, you know, love, uh, I think, is something that uh, if you don't have it, uh, you you want it. And if you do have it, uh, hopefully you cherish it and, and hold on to it, um, especially in, in, in the time of need that, we, that we're in right now. Um, you know, just going forward with the love aspect of this episode, uh, any any rela- relationship regrets? No, I don't really have it. I don't live with regrets at all. I think whatever happens, happens for a reason. Um, my, my most previous relationship, I was in a, a relationship for four years. Um, she, she was from Indiana, and um, she ultimately left Indiana and came down here with me to Miami. And she went through every every single thing with me. She she was through the struggle with me in Indiana. Um, so you know she she got the fruits of labor when we got to Miami. But grand scheme of things, what things you know it just didn't pan out with us with us in Miami. Um, different reasons as far as like the the long hours that I'm working. People don't understand, man. Like 
this this job is never ending. It, it never ends. You know, it's not just about you know practice. It's not just about um, uh, the players. It's, it's so much dealing with it, and and everybody can't 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 handle that. You know, she was able to deal with me uh, building my brand and. and Back in Indiana, that's famous enough. But when it came to famous enough, the general manager and head coach of a, of a pretty much a sports team, it was just a lot because I had little to no time. And, and you know, it's no regrets on it. You know, I, I still talk to her. And, um, you know, uh, I still I still uh, see how she's doing. You know, those type of things. You know, it's uh, it's no hard feelings. We just grew apart. Um, and, and you know, it's it's. It takes a strong uh, person to be able to handle a little bit of attention, a little bit of time, and that's what I learned. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, the one thing about what we do is it's, it's not a clock in, clock out. Like, it's never, it, you know, sometimes you don't know where it's starting and you never know where it's ending. So, and then, um, you know, I've patterned a lot of things uh, after you, you know, social media and, and branding and marketing and stuff like that. So basically, our fan, our, our phones are in our hand twenty four seven, and uh, until you know, until we go to sleep or until we put aside a little bit of time to do some free things. So you're right; it definitely takes a strong uh, individual, especially in our case, a strong woman, uh, to understand that. I mean, a lot of times, you know, we can be accused or are being suspect of a lot of things because we always on our phone and yeah. people always, people always DMing us and, you know, and different things of that nature. So, uh, definitely any, any heartbreaks? Uh, way back in the day, man, way back in the day. Sometimes <laughs> you got to lead that stuff back there. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. You know, I think, um, I, th- I was talking to, you know, off the record, uh, uh about a relationship that, that I was in and uh, basically uh, right before uh, I signed with Brooklyn, uh, probably a few months later, I was talking to a friend of mine and, you know, we ended up getting, a, you know, closer than, than friends. And, and I think, um, you know, and what I do in the separation and, and if you truly don't meet somebody that's in their own comfort zone and, and happy with themselves, it can, it can take a lot out of a relationship. And uh, I think that's pretty much what happened with me and her is that um, obviously uh, I went from uh, quote unquote being in a, a, you know, in a regular setting, uh, working nine to five. And now all of a sudden I'm flying back and forth to New York, living in New York half the year. And, and I think it did put a, a, a little strain on, on things and uh it, you know, we like, I'm like you, we still friends and we still talk. And uh, she decided she wanted to go her separate ways and, and try to accomplish some things and, and do that. And um, it was unfortunate because I was, I was happy with her. I didn't have any issues or anything like that. I, I felt like she was a good cheerleader, a good supporter. And I try to be the same thing for her, but I think, um, you know, everybody has to be happy with themselves uh, before you can really be happy in a relationship. Uh, so I think that's pretty much where we, um, you know, where we separated. And um, so it, it, it was tough, but because uh, definitely um, I know for me, uh, traveling back and forth and, uh, and one of the things that used to irritate me the most, and I, I don't want to sound like a hater, but I, we all capable of hating it at one time or another. But I would get off the airplane 
uh, in Dayton. And I would see other people like having, having a family or they significant, other, <laughs> wait, you know, wait, waiting on them to, to, to get back. And then I, here I am strolling along, walking by myself, <laughs> the, the long walk to the parking lot to get to my truck. So it's like, you know, it's, it, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, like, I, me personally, I don't believe that anybody was put here uh, to be by themselves. And yeah. I think uh, definitely when you go, when you have a lifestyle change, you definitely uh, sometimes need that extra support uh, mm-hmm. to be there for you. And um, it gets tough. I mean, you know, how, uh, how, do you, how, how, how do you look at Dayton and, and doing what we do? Uh, Dayton right now, man, with, with, our, with what we do, it, it's going to be a lot of patience. It's going to be a lot of um, one of those things where I'm free now. Can you do this? Can we do this now type of thing, you know, um, especially, in our, especially during the season. During the season, it gets really, really rough. And, and you know, the person that you're dating really got to understand that time is of the essence. And that I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm the type of person like to plan a lot of stuff. But not like dating, not, not like going out. I can't do that. I can't plan a, a trip or something like that. So I need somebody that's gonna be like, that's gonna say, okay, you go to work. I'm gonna plan. A, I'm gonna plan this trip for us, and and you you come home, pack your bags, and we out. And I'm good with that. I don't. I don't. It don't matter where we're going. It doesn't matter what we're gonna do. I'm good with whatever you say we're gonna do. But I just cannot plan that for my for us. You know, type of thing for me. It's funny you say that because I'm like I'm the same way, and uh, and unfortunately a lot of times I I talk to different women or and, and they want somebody that to plan, and I'm like for me I feel like I'm the type like I'm not gonna say no, and I'm not gonna be objective or anything like that, but if you plan and it's something for us to do, then I'm gonna be there, and uh, and I and I'll be ready to go. I'm I'm the same way. Um, so that's interesting. I, I think just I think just because our time, uh, and and it's funny now because with everything that's going on, uh, we we're used to a structured uh, schedule, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially like you know I, the difference between me and you is like I'm I'm already here in New York when the events go on. You have to get on a, a schedule where you used to flying out and flying back in and everything like mm-hmm. that. So. We definitely need somebody that can implement uh, a, a plan in between what we're doing, especially in season. So, uh, that's facts. Um, any 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 uh, any celebrity crushes or, or Twitter bays out there? So, uh, my celebrity crush has always been always been this person, always been this lady. <laughs> if, do you remember? Uh, what would you do if your if your baby was at home crying? Something like that. I forgot how to start. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but, I know what you're talking about. But Claudette, Claudette Ortiz is, has always been my uh, my celebrity crush. I don't know why. I I know she's grimy <laughs> right now. I know she's just grimy stuff in her day. But for some reason, ever since ever since that that that, that song came out, I think it was, it was like uh, City High or something like that. It is ever since that group came out. Ever since that yeah, city has city has. I've been I've been attracted to her, and I'm like, whoa, type of thing, you know. Um, when it comes to Twitter, uh, <laughs> Twitter's funny <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's, Twitter's funny, but uh, 
a lot of people don't know that I had before I got um before I, I had the you famous enough uh Twitter, I have my personal Twitter too. And my personal Twitter had five thousand followers on it. Um before before any of this. You know, it was it was you know, I was that dude over there and I just kinda like just dropped off the face of the earth. But I had a bunch of people um that that followed me over there and um and slowly but surely those followers started finding you famous enough and they started, you know, uh coming coming over and migrating over. But this is it was just, it's always been this 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 one person, this this one one person, uh her name is Liz. This super, super cool chick and I've always been super attracted to her, but it's always been like, uh, you know, time and this, time and that. So I I would stay back. But yeah, that 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 woman right there uh, is is the person that that I'm super super attracted to. I, I can say her name because y'all don't know her. Nobody nobody <laughs> from two K from two K side knows her. So I can just say Liz, 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 and nobody would know. Y'all people would actually think I'm lying about it, and that, that's even cool. That's even better. So um, yeah, that, that's it. Nah, that's good. Uh, me personally, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's uh, I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in a weird, weird phase right now when it comes to uh, any type of relationships or talking. I, I talk to a few people on the daily. Uh, you know, I, I, me and my ex-wife, we still, we still friends and we still cool. And uh, but it, it's like, I don't know. I was married for 15 years. And then uh, we've been divorced almost two years, and it's like uh, it's it's kind of rough starting over, man. Like oh, man. It, the whole the, the scene is different now than it was fifteen I years agree. ago. So it's like, man, uh, between and now between the the influence of social media and a lot of different figures, I think I I had read a meme uh, yesterday that made me chuckle. It was uh, basically uh, you got women. In their forties, uh, looking up to Megan the Stallion, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's pretty much like, you know, just the power, influence, and attitudes, and everything like that. It's like, man, I, I even meet, I even meet women that are are getting out of something, uh, or still like on, like they either got out of it and they're still fresh, and they still kind of dealing with things a little bit, or, um. You know, I still have to keep in mind, like, I, I'm, you know, I'm living on two different coasts, you know, pretty much, like, two different sides of the world uh, every six months. So, it's, like, it's kind of hard to, to, develop, to develop any type of chemistry. I know um, my brother, he used to get on me all the time because he used to be like, man, why are you, why are you still talking to girls from our hometown, man? Like, why you ain't, uh, like, why you not... You know, talking to women in New York and like in, in all different places. You mean I said, bro, man, it's it's tough. I said, because you know, this is my second year in New York, so I kind of feel a little bit more acclimated, but it's tough when you don't know people. You don't know where they mm -hmm. come from, you don't know what they related to. Like you don't so it's like, man, I you know, it, it's just tough. So and, and you the man back home, huh? <laughs> well, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that, but I like I just I like what I like. Like you know, I, you know, I don't care where where they from or anything like that. But it's just like I'm familiar. Like I like yeah, yeah. I know I know their background. I know somewhat uh, about them, so it, it makes it a little bit more safer. Because uh, it's a lot of you know. Thing, 
because like it's for me it's always like I, I'm I'm more attracted to people that I've known for a while because I kind of know their story I know what they're what they've been through I, if I want to date them I know what to, what I, what to do and what not to do type of thing but when you meet somebody brand new like fresh oh you started from ground zero and, and ground zero is a tough place to climb up. Yeah, tough, tough. I, and, and that's the biggest thing. Like, I mean, I'm like, I, I think like, you know, we all go through phases, whether male or female. Like, uh, my early 20s, um, like, I got married early. Uh, my first marriage, we di- we divorced three years after. Like, we still cool. Like, none of my divorces, like, were ugly or, you know, dragged out or anything like that. So we all still still pretty much friends. But um, early, you know, once I got to a certain point, like I, I, the player phase and talking and, and doing all this extras out of me, like I'm in my early 40s now. So it's like, man, I'm 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 still like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm still I still get entertained by a lot, but <laughs> but I'm not looking for extra. I don't even have the time. Like now I don't you know, I remember I, I used to I used to um, the gamble with my time. Like, you know, I already, I may have had a, a, a girl and I'm, I'm trying to talk to another girl, but I still got work, I work and, and everything else going on. But now, like, I keep pretty much things in perspective. I mean, it, you know, Nest GC is a big part of my life now. And, and uh, it would just be nice to have one female to fulfill that, that role. And, and, and I'll just deal with that, like, and, and put my energy, you know, put all the energy I have left over between managing the six players that I do and, and, and stuff like that. So uh, that's pretty much where it's at with me. I'm kind of all played out, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, say that, to say the least. Um, you know, something you started, uh, you know, not too not too long ago, um, kind of putting the, the, the ranking system per se, you kind of took it to another level. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of people toy with the idea. They played around with it, but they, you know, it wasn't a lot of consistency. Uh, mm-hmm. But you, know, you brought on something, and, and and it and it went away. But prestige area is something that I see you revamping and, and talking about bringing it bringing it back. Let, let's talk about that for a second. All right. So this is this is prestige area when it came around. When I when I thought of it, you know, the way it was perceived was not my intention. My uh, the way my intention was for people to see what me and a group of people considered them as, but it was to, it, my thought was that they would use that to see what they need to work on and, and better that their their position and where they was at. But people took it as a ranking system. And a lot of times when you come up with these ideas and it's not it's not about the way you come up with it, it's about the way the people perceive it. So if the people perceive it as a ranking system, then guess what? It's a ranking system. That that's that's flat out. And so uh, with prestige area, I, I felt like um, I put a, a group of people together, and um, I felt like I had a strong team, and um, I felt like it was it was going in the right direction. But as time went along, I felt like yo, I'm I'm drawing myself thin. I felt like I was doing a lot of work. And you know, it was a lot of money coming up. I, that's another thing that people don't people don't know is that all those people that did stuff for me on that site daily, I was paying them. I was paying them out of my pocket. 
out of my pocket. There was no money coming into the site, and I was paying them out of my pocket for every single thing they did, every graphic that was posted, every every article that was out, every single um, you know scholar report, everything that came out. I was paying those guys. I was paying those guys for all the work they did because I, I never believed that that people should work for free. You don't. You never want somebody to work for free for you, and and because it, it just looks bad. And so um, as, as time went along, and I was paying all this money out of my pocket, and I was doing a lot of work. I was like, yo, I'm doing a lot of work right here, yo. And and, and combine coming up, and qualifications coming up, and, and I'm gonna have to start focusing my time on that. And you know, I, of course you could you could pass it off to somebody, but nobody really knew the system like like me, like I did, and like Matt Matt Moore, me and Matt Moore knew the system the best, and um and so I wasn't comfortable with with having my name step on something if my hands wasn't in it. So I kind of shut it down. Um, when when it came to prestige, uh, uh, I I know I knew that that. People were going to be upset about some stuff. Uh, I know some people were going to not like their ranking. Um, so, but the, the the thing that that for me was that I, I was not able to be transparent with with those rankings um, because it was the the system that was on in place on Prestige was, was the actual ranking system that I used for for uh, actual drafting players, and so I wasn't comfortable with giving that out to anybody. Um, you know, so so say for instance, if I say, oh, you know, I'm gonna use Mama and Fab. I say, Fab, your 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 passion is a 98. Mama, your passion is a 95. And they, and they ask me why. I, I to me, I can't be transparent about that system because I wasn't ready to release it to the world. So if I if I didn't have the job with the Heat, then I would be able to release that. It's like, okay, this is how I'm ranking y'all. This is this is what's going on. Because I, I don't have a job to fulfill, so but with this, me having this job, I'm like, and this is what I use for drafting. I wanted to keep it close to heart. So fast forward. So I'm gonna pause right there, and I'm gonna say, in my mind, I changed the, the two K community two times already. I changed it when I came up with Famous Enough, and then I changed it again when I came up with, with Prestige Area. And I'm going to change it a third time when I come out with Prestige Area 2.0 because it's not going to be anywhere remotely similar to what um, prestige, the first prestige area was. It's going to be, uh, you're going to see a lot of changes. Uh, that's not going to be a ranking system. There's going to be raw numbers that, that you will be able to see from like what, what the players actually do. You know, if they go out there and score 25 points a game and have 11 assists a game, that's what you're going to see. You, you're literally going to get on the website and you're going to see those raw numbers right then and there. And from that point on, you'll be able to say, okay, this player is this, this player is that on your own. You know, uh, Prestigeur is going to be super dope. Um, uh, I, I do envision it coming out right before, right around the time for 2K21. Um, I, I have, and that's another thing with, with the first time I came out, it was super rushed. Season ended. I started working on Prestigeur. I had, me and Glizzy had about a month to get the website up. And even even when it came out, the website wasn't finished, but I know I had to get it out before 2K20 came out, so I had to just boom, put it out there. And what's crazy is that it was up for a month and a half, six weeks, about six weeks, and it hit 50,000 views in six weeks, you know. And so that's that's a crazy, crazy accomplishment Jeez. for a brand-new website. And uh, But, yeah, Procedure 2.0, working on it right now. Uh, it's going to look a lot different. It's going to be dope as heck. And I can't wait to see what you guys think of it. 
No, nah, that's dope. I mean, uh, and and like Fire Sticks, it, it just said um, in the chat is that most great things take time, and uh, and and that, if that is not the truth, uh, I think uh, me and you are you know two of the many uh, pioneers for the pro am scene, and uh, the one thing that I think uh, that you said that really stood out to me was just like uh, the innovation. Going and and the evolution of, of famous enough, uh, you know, we we never settle, and uh, I think that's two. That's I think that's the biggest attribute that me and you share is that, you know, we do something, we we put our all into it, be successful with it, but we're not content with just that. We keep it moving on to something else, still while maintaining uh, everything that we've built along the way. Um, I think I, I like prestige area. I thought it was a great uh, idea when, when you came up with it. And, and like I said, it's a, you know, it, it's something that was, was tapped into a little, I don't think enough people put enough energy into it because the one thing I will say about our community is that if someone tries to do something and they're not, and they don't, they don't fulfill themselves with the success that they, that they think they should get. They they're quick to quit mm-hmm. and, and give up, and um, and that's something that really um, I've tried to preach, and 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 pretty much put into uh, to community, and I, and I and you do it, um, comp, I, you know, he does it a lot. A lot of uh, a lot of people I see that that's that tries to be inspiring to people that's up and coming in the community, whether it's playing or whether it's content, uh, commentating or, or anything like that. I, I always just advise for people just to, to, to don't stop. Don't quit this. You know, you're, you, you, we're not always our own judges of, of our success. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, but because really we should be critical on, on ourselves and, and, and keep pushing and, pushing yourself to the max, but at the same time, understand that, you know, things take time and, and everybody may not notice you right away. They may not respect it right away, but I think as long as you keep it organic and you stay dedicated to it, you know, you'll get your just do it. I mean, I, I want to say that we're, we're kind of proof of that. Um, yeah. I want to, I want to jump on that right quick too, because I, for us, where we came from, when we when we started doing what we was doing, you was doing it a few years before me and everything, and then I came along and we well, our love for 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 pro am was genuine. You know, our love for that game mode was genuine. There was no end game for us. There was no two K league to think about for us. So what we what we do with all this that we do in the community still here and there is always genuine. And so I see I see guys that try to do stuff in the community and I always have this feeling like they're only doing it just to get to the league. And so and it and it just always shows that it shows itself all the time because they I didn't get this job. I didn't get this job. I didn't get this job. Right, right, right. It doesn't it doesn't end there though. It doesn't end there. So just because you didn't get that job, get this job, you're gonna you're gonna mull over it. Is that is that gonna di- uh, diminish your love for the community for the this this mode that you've been pushing? Is that your was that your only reason for doing what you were doing was to just try to get this job here? I, I understand as an end game now and the end game is the league, but the league is very minimal with, with positions, very minimal with positions. And, and somebody that I really do look up to a lot. Is I never I, I don't think I ever told this guy this, 
but uh, F. I, I, I told you, I don't know how to say his name. I don't know if it's F or G or <laughs> what it is, but the, the WR guy, because um, I, I, this, this guy has put in so much work. Like, a lot of, you, and, you and him, you, you and LT versus him and, and uh, you know, Luxnam, they started they started WR right around the time y'all did MPBA, and a lot of people always thought it was like y'all was going at each other, but he, he was doing Xbox, he was doing PS4, and then all of a sudden it was to both of y'all doing both systems, and it was always been love. But the thing about the thing about Ev is that he's more qualified for positions than anybody right now that's not in. But is he trying to do it? No, he don't. He's not doing that. He's worried about WR because he's still pushing his community, still pushing his brand because that's what he loves doing. You know, that's what he loves. And and so I don't get that genuine feeling from some people. You know, they'll start something and just 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 push it to the side when when the numbers are not adding up, when when they're not getting this, when they're not getting that. No. When I started famous enough, I had zero followers. I had a hundred followers. I was happy. I was happy <laughs> when I had a hundred followers. I, when I had a thousand, I was like, oh my God, this is great, you know, type of thing, because now I have a following. And and, and I don't I just think that people in the community need to understand that this is not a get rich quick scheme. This this is not something that's gonna happen overnight. Uh, I've been doing this since 2016. You've been doing this for you are old here. You've been doing this for a while, you know. And and so you know, we 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 know the time and effort that we put in, and I can look at new people that's coming behind us, and I can just say, you 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 didn't put in no right there as much time as we did when we was coming up, but you think you're you're qualified over us. You think you can come and you know type of thing. And and I know it's a two different lanes when I'm talking about the 2K League and and the prime community, but I'm just saying, man, it, it's, nothing happens overnight. You have to put work in, and you can't mull over over things like that. The 2K League is going to be here for a long time. You just got to you got to put your foot in the mud and leave your tracks and let somebody pick them up. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. I, I and I think uh, you know that was the beauty of it. I, I think with me, LT West. Ev, Lux, the, you know, the whole WR family, I, I think, um, you know, the community tried to pit us against each other, but it was never about that. Like, I never, uh, and you know me, I always took uh, the different approach, you know, being the old head of the community. Uh, I was never afraid to reach out and, and talk to people. You know, I reached out. Once I seen you, like, uh, doing the videos, and, and I think I seen our logo in there one time, and, like, I I got excited and 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 I was and I was like man I need to talk to him I need to meet him uh, the same with Comp and uh, Black Frank White when they were doing uh, First Shake um, I seen them use our our logo one time and um, I DM Comp and uh, I think he thought at first like I had a like I had a problem or something like that but I was like nah I, I just want to meet y'all like I thought the show I think the show is dope. You know, I've, I've always been about trendsetters. Like, I like trendsetters. Mm-hmm. Like, I like people who, who who create their own lane and maximize off of it. I, and even for me, like, uh, I just look at some of the things that I've done. And, and now, um, you know, I start OG Two Cents started from one simple tweet. And uh, and now here we are in our 10th episode, um, you know, talking about, a lot of different things that, you know, 2K, love, different, you know, a lot of different scenarios. So I th- I just think, like, you know, you have an idea, uh, put put some work into it. Like I said, you know, we've been I've, we've been out this, we've been at this four or five years uh, before we finally got to a point where we can 
you know, be happy about it. And 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 like I said, and then really it was just a, a glorious accident. <laughs> and, and so, you know, um, I talked to Ev uh, not too long ago. Uh, actually, for people who don't know, um, the MPBA and WR partnered the first time uh, over two weeks ago, um, and it put on a great event at a Razor Stock um, for a lot of people playing post draft to, to get their name and their game up. And uh, it was a great event. Uh, and actually, they're doing a Razor Stock too. Uh, registrations is open right now. Um, and you can check that out on the WR Twitter and the MPBA Twitter, um, as well. But, um, definitely, uh, big, big ups to those guys and, and just pretty much, uh, everybody out here. Um, even with my team, uh, Dave is in the chat. Uh, Dave is, uh, you know, also the sound engineer for the OG two cents podcast. Um, he does a, a, a phenomenal job on his show, uh, the 2k zone. Um, where you know they do roundtables, he does a lot. Of, he does a different special, I, I think, uh, on Mondays, and he also does the roundtable on uh, Wednesday, which is it'll be pushed to Thursday this week uh, because of the of uh, the, the league uh, the, the the sixteen event that we have going on right now. Um, but definitely check him out. Uh, great guy, genuine. Um, we talked, and uh, he he paid me the most. Uh, you know, honest and humble respects. And I let him know that I, I appreciate him uh, working with me just as much as he appreciates me working with him. So, and I think that's really what our community should be about. Um, I actually uh, seen Dirk's Twitter tonight um, where he was talking about how toxic the community is. And I, and I won't, I won't argue that um, my, you know, my thing is, uh, you know, let's, let's change the narrative. We always focusing on you don't have you don't have to talk about something that's bad to know that it's bad. Like I mean, it, 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 bad things don't need any more attention than, than than what it already gets. So I think we we just need to if everybody who has a voice and who has an influence focuses on changing the negative narrative in the community, we can do it. Uh, I don't you know. I don't I don't plan on ever changing. I mean, my my MO is all about being motivational and positive. And and I'm gonna stay with that. I mean, it's got me this far, so I don't know why I would think about doing it any other way. And um if anybody doesn't think that, you know, positivity always wins, I mean it, you know, I may not I don't have to be a superstar or anything like that, but I definitely I'm definitely living proof of what being positive can do for you. Um, you know, it's been a great show, famous. Uh definitely uh I, I wouldn't I couldn't think of anybody else probably other than LT and Big West that I want to share this uh this moment with uh doing my 10th episode live. Um very good topic that we you know hit on and a lot of different things that we talked about. Um you know, just uh tell everybody how they can get in touch with you on, on via social media. Everything at You Famous Enough. Um, if you want to check out Prestige Area, uh, Twitter is Prestige Area. Um, the website is up, but it's not up, so you guys can't really see it. Only I can see it, but it's theprestigeareal.com. Um, that's about it. Famous, you Famous Enough on Twitter, on uh, IG. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I want to give a special thanks to everybody I've seen in the chat. Mama Driz. Uh, Dave, 
Fire Stick. Uh, got the Lodge podcast in the house. Uh, definitely me and him uh, uh, will be doing some things. Juan will be doing some things later this week. Uh, can't wait to uh, be on his show. And I'm going to promote that uh, heavy. Um, uh, he does a great podcast as well. Uh, make sure you check out, um, you know, Famous uh, and, and what he's doing with Heat Check, also Prestige Area. Um, also, um, uh, real uh, good fan, a group of people uh, put together a family-oriented uh, Twitter and connection for the 2K community, and it's at family underscore 2K. And if I'm not mistaken, um, that's ma- that's Mama. I think it's Mama Driz, and that's uh, control. control uh, yeah, Mr. yeah, controls mom. And uh, make sure you check that out, and make sure you give them a follow, give them a like, and, and retweets for whatever they put out, because it's a good group of, of, of people um, that uh, definitely care about the community. I think Dave Wife got on board too. Yeah, um, yeah. Mama Dre is putting the chat. Uh, is sharing Miss G and her. Uh, definitely. Uh, oh, that's Mama too. Okay, okay. Now that that makes sense. Okay, so we got we got Mama Two K Two uh, K Zone in there. Okay, Sharon. Okay, thanks, Dave. I, now I know that. Um, I actually happened to be scrolling across Twitter and I and I seen it. And I was like, man, this is dope. And see, that's another thing. Like once, um, I think, man, you had these conversations before where you would be like, why didn't I think of that? And yeah. I think when I seen it, excuse me, I was like, nobody has never like put together any type of family uh, unified uh, Twitter group uh, for what, you know, players, parents that's in the league that may not travel to every game or may not really know about what's going on in the 2k community i think you know obviously parents that come to mind that that are involved with the the family uh 2k twitter but you know you got jim uh you got mama chalk that's avidly you know on twitter and supporting and everything like so i mean this big shout out to all the parents um that support 2k and whether you know some of them whether their kids in the league or whether they're not um, they do a, a, a great job of supporting the league and supporting, you know, people like you and I and also just the 2K community in general. So just big shout out to y'all. Um, so, yeah, just, um, you know, as this episode is coming to a close, um, you know, I just want to thank everybody again for tuning in. I uh, do understand that OG Two Cents is is never a personal attack to anybody it's always just personal thoughts and experiences in my life or those around me. Uh, make sure to, to follow, um, you know, make sure to, to follow me on social media as well. Um, definitely at OG King Kurt, everything. Um, also now the, um, the show is on Apple uh, podcast and Spotify and Tumblr and you can catch it on LinkedIn as well as um, Podbean. Also, I have a website, www.ogkingkirk. And, you know, uh, that's everything OG King Kirk. Um, 
you know, and just uh, check out the 2K Zone as well uh, with Dave. Uh, like I said, on Mondays and normally Wednesdays. Um, you know, he runs a great show. Also, he has uh, Coach Vilvin and uh, Joe Vegas on the show as well. Um, you know, just uh, just uh, a shout-out to my team once again with Box Graphics right along with Dave. Um, and just uh, be in tune next Sunday. Uh, be go- probably be going live again with uh, Rico uh, Fantasy. Um, just uh, another good guy. We're going to be talking uh, fitness and gaming. Uh, Rico is the head coach and a certified trainer uh, for crossover gaming. And uh, just remember uh, also to follow uh, the 2K Family Connection at family underscore 2K. And uh, just remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG two cents. OG out. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978. The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great. 45, 42 Prescott, that's where I'm from. Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums. As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat. In my own lane, no. Far from where they crashing that dumb bar graduate. The game, I'd mastered it. Served in the Navy, look. Y'all don't know the half of it. Pops passing no one. Mom's passed last year. I know they up in heaven smiling down, crying mad tears. Cause they son making it. No telling where I'm taking it. My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it. Coach that went high in 15 in one state. Seen the fork in the road and went straight. I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk. Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Yer. Hey, much love to the whole MPBA league. Special shout out to the Brooklyn Nets gaming crew. We on our way, baby. What's up, JP? LT. Big West. Famous enough. 2K Comp Games. Black Frank White. Brooklyn Nick. Rico. Let's put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yarr!